This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from JF Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. Mark chapter 10. Verse 41 says, When the ten heard it, they began to be indignant towards James and John. Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that they who are recognized as rulers over the nations lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. For whoever wants to become great among you shall be your servant. Whoever of you wants to be first among you shall be the bond slave of all. The Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So in our text, it says the others, the other apostles, that is, they were indignant. Oh, yes, I would imagine so. I mean, Jesus clearly states the truth of the faith when he says the Christianity, that Christianity is about placing others before us and about being servant of all. Many of us are Christians and we are Christians for what we can receive. Many of us go to the church that we attend for what we can get from it instead of what we can offer to it. Some will seek attention and priority and they'll judge their church by how much they receive of those things. But you see, a Christ-centered church will be a servant church and therefore the faithful will be servants themselves. In Acts 25, we read, When they didn't agree among themselves, they departed after Paul had spoken one word. The Holy Spirit spoke rightly through Isaiah the prophet to our fathers, saying, Go to this people and say in hearing, You will hear, but will in no way understand. In seeing you will see, but will in no way perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous. Their ears are dull of hearing, their eyes have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and would again turn, and I would heal them. But if it would be known therefore to you that the salvation of God is sent to the nations, and they will listen. Verse 46 says, They came to Jericho, and as he went out from Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, the son of Timaeus, Bartimaeus, the blind beggar, was sitting by the road. And when he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, interestingly enough, we have here a man recorded by name for all of history to remember. He was obviously a simple man, a poor man, a man of humble existence. To be blind in those days was a ticket to destitution. So he was certainly out of any circle of prominence, that's for sure. This man had one thing going for him that placed him in the record of the faithful. 
he recognized that Jesus was deity. The title that he used in which he called Jesus was a messianic one. And further, he knew that Jesus was the fountain of mercy. It was just simply his desire to be a recipient of that fountain. Notice that Bartimaeus, a man who likely owned nothing on the earthly level, did not cry out for riches or possessions from Jesus. He only cried out for mercy. The heart that separated him from the likes of the rich young ruler in the previous story, well, the guy who could not let it go, he could not let his earthly security pass. What a difference between these two men. Now this man, he, he may have been born blind, but at least he knew it. And it certainly isn't necessary for receiving, apparently, because 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9 tells us, In him, though now you don't see him, yet believing you rejoice greatly with joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the result of your faith, receiving the result of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Now here's a man who had never personally even seen Jesus. He only knew what he'd heard, and that was an invitation, and the one that he desired to accept. I wonder if that same scenario was still playing out today. I wonder what those of us that do see are saying about Jesus and about his mercy. Do we still instill in those around us this same desire to see Jesus? Verse 48 says, Many rebuked him that he should be quiet, but he just cried out the more. You son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and he said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Cheer up, get up, he is calling you. When the thirsty are looking for truth, there will always be those who will attempt to deter them. I mean, misery certainly loves company, and those who are intent on staying blind hate to have a fellow blind man leave their ranks. But Jesus, he overrode their objections and did what he always does for those who are truly seeking. He called the person to him. And they said to him, Rise, he is calling you. You know, there must have been countless voices vying for our Lord's attention that day on that road. Yet I find it incredible that Jesus heard that one voice amongst all of the voices. There must have been something special behind that voice to make it heard above the rest. Now the man had one thing he had to do. One thing, and that was to get up and go to Jesus. The one thing he had to do, he had to move. You know, while the hand of Jesus is always outstretched in invitation to us, we are required to move when he calls. Bartimaeus must have 
known the prophecy of Isaiah 35.5 that reads, Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. That passage speaking of the then futuristic coming of the Messiah, now fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. Verse 50 describes the actions of this man. It says, He, casting away his cloak, sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may see again. Now, this man wasn't going to let this opportunity pass him by. No, he threw aside his garment and he came to Jesus. Again, this blind man distinguished himself himself from the rich young ruler that we read of previously. Not only was this man not concerned about the material riches of the world, on his way to Jesus, he cast out what little bit he had, all that he held dear. Now, Jesus, he knew the answer already, but he asked the man, what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus called Jesus Rabboni. Rabboni is this very tender Aramaic form of an address. It means master or teacher. He said, Master, I want to see. John 14, 13 and 14 says, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you'll ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 52, Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. Notice that again. Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. Go your way. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. So it was the result of his faith that he was made well. What is this mysterious thing we call faith? Recently, someone told me that faith was, quote, obeying what God says no matter what the outcome is, end quote. What a truth that is. You see, this man simply trusted the Lord. Faith It's not easy, but it's not complicated. Faith is believing in the power and the ability of the Lord to do what is right by us. Faith believes that he will do the right thing. And once this man could see, he reacted the way that he should, and I guess the only way that he could. He followed Jesus. The question I have in all of this is, did this man follow because he could now see, or could this man see because he was willing to follow? Hmm. One thing is for sure. This guy moved to do what he was compelled to do, and that was follow Jesus. Jesus told him to go his way, and so he did, and his way was going wherever Jesus was going. He sought the mercy of God, and he received the grace of God. Grace, you see, is the hand that extends salvation to us. 
and it is faith that is the hand that reaches out to receive it. What a difference in stories between this man and the one of the rich young ruler. And certainly, what a difference in the outcome. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.